What's up, ladies and gents? This is the Lost in Transmission podcast reboot. Welcome to the new profile. Welcome to the new edition of the transmission. Lost in Transmission, that is. But uh, anyway, guys, thank you for tuning in again. Uh, welcome back. I know I've been gone for like a month and a half now. I've missed you guys a lot. I really miss doing these podcasts. It's probably my favorite thing to do is the podcast specifically. We're now doing... Um, videos with it and uh we're also having to say a very humble farewell to my old partner cameron uh i have a i love you and a goodbye to you my friend thank you for all you did for the channel and for the podcast see you down the road and good luck in your endeavors but anyway so with that being said i must introduce my new partner in crime my brother, and if you heard that popping, that's my stupid, crappy computer chair, but my brother, Jacob. What's up, man? What up, bro? How you doing? Uh, man, you know, just chilling. Well, that's good. That's good. You ready to do a podcast, man? Absolutely. You think you cut out for the job? I mean, I know I can talk. <laughs> so, if I could talk, I could probably talk about things. We'll see how it goes. Well... Alrighty, well, we'll see how the cookie crumbles when we start to break that bitch up. But for now, we're going to take a little break with our first featured artist. We're going to do three featured artists every podcast. Unlike my previous profile, I demonetized this one. I'm not making any money on it. It's just for the love of doing it, and uh, I like it that way. So we can have our music back and jam, so... I'll leave you guys with our first featured artist, and that is Ryan Up Church. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? We are back. If you're listening to the podcast, and if you're joining us on YouTube, welcome to the new refurbished YouTube channel. Um, it's lost in transmission, as always. I stay that way. We stay that way. Thanks. And uh, I already introduced my man here. In the introduction to our podcast and you can find that podcast on anchor.fm or the anchor app we go download it if you want to make a podcast it's the best thing you can do anyway I digress um, I need to say a formal and official farewell to my old partner Cameron tell you man I love you and I wish you good luck in all your endeavors moving forward but without any further ado drum roll please <laughs> This is Jacob. Say hi, Jacob. How are you guys? <laughs> well, uh, so anyway, uh, we're just today. We're just gonna cut the cut the breeze, shoot the shit, have a good time. We want to talk about you know subjects that interest us, yes, because that'll lead to. Listen to this man shaking shaking his bottle. He's it still was an accident. he's still it doing was an it. Accident. He didn't even stop. Like, if you're watching on YouTube, you saw my reaction. But, yeah, he looked at me all crazy. You know, to explain. I'm so sorry. <laughs> to explain. That I was shaking my bottle because the top of my cigarette. <laughs> I was scared I was going to go through the bottom. <laughs> but that's okay. Uh, we digress. Yeah. It's, it's all right. It's all right. So. Today, we're going to talk about three different things, and oh, I forgot something, guy. Forgot something. 
You forgot the featured artist. I forgot the featured artist, <laughs> man. All right, so to explain to you guys watching on YouTube, uh, on our podcast, we have three. Uno, Feature. dos, tres. Three. Featured artists. Featured artists on every part, 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 part. On every part of the show, we have a featured artist. On every podcast. Jazz. And uh, for you guys on the podcast, the one you just heard was Ryan Upchurch again, and that song was one of them buddies off of his new album, Parachute. If you have not heard it, if you have not listened to the album, I completely suggest it to all of you. He's a really good dude. Really good dude. And uh, he's killing it. He's, he's, he's killing the country rap game anyway, but that's not what we want to talk about. See, I drag these things out. It's okay. But it's okay, because this is a podcast, you know what I'm saying? It's okay, you're supposed to talk, man. That's what we're supposed to do, that's why we're here to do that. <laughs> Alright, but anyway, I digress from all that nonsense. I've digressed about three times, so ignore my digressions. We're going to talk about the NBA in this first segment. Yes. So, alright, I guess I'll ask you the question. Yes. I guess that's the best way to do this, since... Mm-hmm. You know, you're you're new. Mm-hmm. Um, we're getting to know you. Yes. And kind of getting to re-know me, but, you, you know, I, th- I feel it's more important that I ask you Yes, yes, absolutely. All right, because if anybody on the YouTube channel is tuning in, yes. they've seen at least one of my videos. Yes. So, course. Jay. Yes. My brother. James. I have a question for you, man. What is this question? Who, in your heart of hearts... Deep down, right now, money on it, a hundred percent, world's on the line. Who is going to win the NBA championship this year? Well, personally, I'm a Sixers fan, and I love my Sixers. But the championship will not go to the East this year. No, I'm gonna have to agree with you on that. Kawhi is the only reason it went last year. And yes. There's not another team in the East that even could have beat Steph by himself. So, with that being said, uh, there's four teams in the West right now that really could come out and be that team. Right. Being the Rockets, the Clippers, the Lakers, and the Warriors. Because D'Lo and Steph could work very well together, depending on how Steve Kerr lets that offense, which direction they go. Right. I mean, he can stay true to form and allow Steph to do Steph. Or, and this is something that I kind of like with having D'Angelo Russell on that team, he allows Steph to move without the ball because, in all honesty, yes, Steph is a better scorer. He's a better dribbler. And he's just an overall better player. But the things that D'Angelo Russell does well are things that Steph doesn't. Right. D'Angelo exactly. Russell has some of the best court vision in the NBA. Oh yeah, for sure. And he had, he's coming off of a killer year last year. It was yes. his first All Star. Even though he came off the bench, I mean that's huge. If it wasn't for Siakam, would have been Most Improved Player of the Year. Oh yeah, 100%. hands down. And, and probably still deserved it. Ah, man, Siakam is very well deserved got his money yesterday I'm not saying he didn't deserve yeah. the award yeah 
I'm just saying that D'Angelo Russell oh, probably yes. deserved it as well. No, I feel I, I get exactly what you're saying. He had a killer year last year. He it did. Was stellar. And uh, guys, there was a popping noise a second ago, and there's some background noise. I am remodeling my house. It's <coughs> kind of hot up here. Um, I'm probably going to put my jacket on for this reaction video mm-hmm. that we're going to do later, even though it's really hot. Um, <laughs> he just likes the jacket. I just really like jackets. That's cool. Um, <laughs> So anyway, we have the window open, so you can probably hear cars, and the popping noise was... The chair. The chair. It was the chair. Tis my new chair. It's not actually new. I got it off of someone. It is a chair, though. And it pops. Very loud. (laughs) But anyway, so back to what we were talking about. You said the Warriors? The Warriors? It just all depends on how they run without Clay. Because that's something Steph hasn't had to deal with, for real. He's had to deal without Durant. He's had to deal without Draymond for periods of time. But Clay's always been that constant. Clay's the only one that doesn't really get hurt, and so to speak. Exactly, exactly. And he stays healthy. He he really does, and that whole team, for the most part, for the last four or five years, has stayed relatively healthy. Besides oh, Steph, they've been an absolute juggernaut. Yeah, I mean that's the. First team in the 2000s, besides really, you can say Kobe. Maybe that the is, Spurs. Well, yes, and no. I'm like in just like a short period of time, right? Because the Spurs got what five with Duncan, five, yeah. And so and that know, was over a long period. It was over like 15 years, right? But the Warriors won three in like four years. That's the first team since Kobe and them to really have that much success. They're really they really built a dynasty around Steph. They just got lucky that man's ankles didn't give out, if you ask me. <laughs> and if he heard that then he would agree because his ankles is weak. They hurt <laughs> all the time. I know they do. Man was walking around on noodle ankles. Facts. <laughs> his ankles look like rigatoni. Yes. Uh, but <laughs> moving on to some of the other teams. Love like, you, Steph. You're my favorite yes. player in the league, bro. Yes, uh, I absolutely love Stephen am, Curry. I'm not hating. He has revolutionized, uh, revolutionized the game of basketball. Definitely. Uh, as of changing the game, if we're talking about changing the game of basketball, I would put him at number one. Yes. The most influential player. Yes. Uh, maybe. Of our generation, at least. Of our generation. Michael Jordan would probably have to actually yes. top that list because but, he really changed the game yes. forever. So did Dr. J. Yes. But uh, you said you had you had four teams. So yes. the Warriors were one. The Clippers, I mean, arguably the best defensive team we've seen in the league since, like, 2004. And two super-duper stars. Facts. You have to you have to add that duper. Yes. Because Paul George is absolutely elite. Paul Man, George. He's one of the only people I've seen take an injury of the magnitude he took, come back from it, and be just as good, if not a even be- a little better. He is better. He's a better shooter now. But And then you have who I believe, real quick and I'll let you talk. I'm sorry. No, you're, you're, good. Cutting you're, good. you're good. I'm sorry. No, you're good. But uh and you have who I believe is now, now as we speak. The greatest player in the world in Kawhi Leonard. Yeah. Well, with Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, you're getting the number one and number two two-way players in the league. 
two best. Yeah, the the two best two best two way players in the league. And and it's been proven through history. Yes. That to be successful, you need a good two way player. Yes. And Kawhi's already proven that he can step up in a big moment. He's done it on numerous occasions. I mean, even going to Toronto and being in a situation he doesn't want to be in, he takes the team immediately to the ship and they win. Regardless whether the Warriors were healthy or not, they still want to ship his first year there. Uh, Paul George, man, I love Paul George. Paul George, uh, Paul George has some of the biggest moments and like the most heart that I've seen out of any player in like the last three or four years. And it was a shame that he got hurt when he did, man. He was getting ready to go on a run. Indiana would probably have a championship if he didn't get hurt. Very possible. I think he would have took LeBron out of the finals. Very possible. A couple times. Um, Man, he was getting ready to be at that MVP level. Oh, yeah. I think he, he is could now Still been, could be. No, no. He was in the MVP he, race last year. He should have been. And should have been, mm-hmm. man. The dude was balling last year, and he's going to be balling this year. It's just stating yeah. facts there. Kawhi's going to ball. But we're, we're missing out a very important link to what I think. Those two guys are obviously the centerpieces. Yes, but Patrick Beverly. Well, him, obviously, he's and a Lil monster, Will. and we can just we can discuss him. What I think the most important thing is is Lou Will, a man that comes off the bench, averaging twenty points a game. It was last year, six man of the year, dude. He's killing it. He's if I'm not mistaken. Don't take this a complete face value. I think he is. Three six man of the year awards. Damn. Him and Jamal Crawford are the two pl- only two players to ever do that. Really? Yeah. Well, I, I personally think that Lou Will is the best six man of all time. I lean more with, towards Jamal. Hey, he's got handles, man. Man, that is a saucy man. He was saucy. He was saucy. <laughs> he will take your ankles. Yes, absolutely. If you got those Rigatoni ankles. Yes. Jamal Crawford is going to take him. He's going to take him. He's going to stay. They're going to have to call it. Somebody right. call it ambulance. All right, so uh, you have the Warriors. The Clippers. And the Clippers. The Lakers. And this is the biggest if to me, in all honesty. Because yeah. you have a player in LeBron James who's been a staple in the finals for 10 years. Going on a little bit longer than that. but And then... You add Anthony Davis, who is arguably the best big man in the league, and a person that's always had a really, really heavy workload, kind of similar to LeBron. And so, Braun looks at Anthony Davis and says, okay, this is your team. Which is kind of how it's went from what, from my understanding and what I've read. He looks at him and says, okay, this is your team. And so you're going to give him a little bit more workload than LeBron gets. So if he stays healthy, like, if he stays healthy, that's probably the best offensive team in the league. Potentially. I mean, they have a lot of pieces there. And especially with Kuzma. When Kuzma comes back, that's going to be a big help. That's going to be Because he is a very, very underrated player. I love Kyle Kuzma. I like his game. That's going to be ridiculous, yes. Yes. And so, Anthony Davis stays healthy. They, for real, they're my favorite. Like, they, that's where they sit. They sit at the top. But, and then, 
Lakers, Warriors, Clippers. Rockets. And Rockets. Yes. Okay. Brody and the Beard. Brody and the Beard. <laughs> so, you take a team that has been in the Western Conference Finals, what, twice? Twice. Twice. Without Russell Westbrook. Yep. And you have Russell Westbrook. And you have a Warriors that no longer has Durant. And, and a hobbled clay. Potentially a very hobbled, hobbled clay, clay, yes. Even in the playoffs. Yes. Depending on how much Steve Kerr decides to let him play. But offensively, that team is scary. You know how much intensity that team has? Yeah, <laughs> like, you got a man that's averaged triple doubles for like, what, three years? Three. Three years straight. An and amazing have, And then you have another man that's putting up numbers that only one other man was putting up in the history of basketball, mm-hmm. and that was Wilt Chamberlain. And that's, and he's six, five. That's high praise. Now, you can talk and talk and talk, and I, I'm, I'm one of these people. Um, he, he double dribbles all the time. He carries. His, yeah. And he, he walks. But he, listen, and I saw this video on YouTube. I'll find it. I'll find the video. I'll put the link down in the description. I can't remember which YouTube video it was or the YouTuber, but I will put it on there. Mm-hmm. He showed a graph that showed the discrepancy of that. Yeah, and uh, it was it was really it was really uh, eye opening. I believe it when you saw it. I just the the amount of fouls that he draws that James Harden gets compared to everybody. Oh else. yeah, it's ridiculous. He's led the league in fouls drawn, uh, drawn, 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 for like the last three, four years now. Yeah. Yeah, and he's uh, also led the league in uh, free throw shots. Yes. I I like James Harden. I like James Harden's game. I like James Harden as a person. James Harden's a very quiet person off the court. Kind of sort of like Kawhi, except Kawhi is extremely awkward. Uh, but yeah, stop. But though, Clint Capella really is the key on that team for me. If Clint Capella can come out and break out and have ever have a year where he averages eighteen and twelve, two blocks and a steal, like. If he can do that, if he can have a Rudy Gobert-esque year, that team can win a ship. That's a damn good year, though. Now, oh, yeah. Rudy Gobert's probably best defensive center in the last I think bit. two years in a row yes. he's won defensive player yeah. of the year. That's absolutely ridiculous. All right. I have a question for you. What's here? Rookie of the year. Rookie of the year? Who's going to be rookie of the year this <laughs> in year? In your opinion. Man... I would say Zion. You afraid he's going to get hurt? He's already hurt. He's already hurt. Yeah. Man, he don't want to cut any weight, and I believe he needs to. And About I know 25 that's, to 30 pounds. I know that's like the mainstream thing to believe right yes. now. But, man, look at the dude. He's playing massive minutes. He's yes. a rookie. He's young. He's not going to get breaks. No. He's going to play massive minutes. He's a superstar. He's got that personality. Yes. He's going to be put into that role like they did Anthony Davis. And he's going to be jumping and bouncing always, all the time. Because that's what he does. Yeah, it's going to be hard on his legs. He needs to lose some weight. and Convert it into muscle, pure muscle. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He is jacked, but you know what yeah. I mean? But I would say Zion, but man, I'm I'm scared he's not gonna stay healthy. Yeah. Um I think RJ Barrett has a really, really, really good chance of claiming that. I can see that. And uh what's his uh Tyler Harrell. Have you seen what that man's been doing? He's on a he's on a tear and those are my top three picks. I like Tyler I like the Tyler Harrell pick. Somebody a lot of people forget. And his game translates to the NBA literally so well. And he's kinda like the dark horse for me. Cam Reddish. Cam Reddish. Cam Reddish. Because he got really overlooked at Duke. He did, boy, because you had RJ Barrett and Zion. Yeah. And it's, that's of course that's gonna happen. It's because hard, it's hard not to overlook somebody like that. And I wanna apologize for me looking that way. I was just, you know, we were I, talking. I asked him a question, I was talking, and I was giving him my full and yeah. honest attention. But uh, anyway, I wanna uh, we'll get back to that conversation mm-hmm. real quick. I wanted to retort to your picks. The Lakers. For the Shit. NBA championship. Uh, first of all, I want you to tell me which one of those four you would pick. Right now? Right now. Seeing as Anthony Davis is hurt, the Clippers. <laughs> the Clippers. Seeing as Anthony Davis is already on track for the same Clippers. old shit, the Clippers. Clippers. Alright, so yes, and we've also seen how long it takes, you know, for Anthony Davis to recover from yes. his injuries. It takes him a long time to come back. Mm-hmm. And, and and how many how often he gets hurt. Yes. So it's not really a solid bet to say the Lakers if they're gonna end up losing Anthony Davis. But uh here's what I'm gonna tell you. I wanna disagree on a couple points mm-hmm. and uh, and also tell you why. Okay. Um I do agree with you that it's probably not gonna be out of the East. I don't think it will be out of the but East. But if I was to pick four teams, one of them would be out of the East. Would it be Philly? No, it would not be fit. Milwaukee. Though I think they have a good chance. They do have the a good. Finals. I think they'll be in the finals. Um, but it would definitely be Milwaukee. Giannis Antetokounmpo is on another level, man. He's a monster, and if he ever develops a jump shot, the league's let on. Let me tell you, the league would need to be on notice. <laughs> everybody: Kawhi, LeBron, Durant, everybody. Kyrie, Steph. All of them need to know what's about to happen. The he, league's going to be turned upside down. He gets a jump shot. He will be the best player in the world. Speaking of which, speaking of getting jump shots, Ben Simmons finally shot one. And he hit it. And he hit it. I'm so happy for him. Speaking to the Philadelphia. I was so happy for him. <laughs> the the joy on Joel Embiid's face when that three went in. He's just standing over there like, yes. He's <laughs> screaming at him. He shoot it. Shoot it. He shoots it. He goes in. He was just Yes. <laughs> I seen that. I was like, he's growing up. Alright, so I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna give you my four okay. right now. Alright, so obviously the Clippers. Mm-hmm. And Milwaukee. And I've already told you why. Mm-hmm. And Milwaukee, and I've pretty much already told you why. The one thing that keeps Milwaukee behind on me is he doesn't really have a good supporting cast. Like, I like Eric Bledsoe. I like Chris Middleton, but they Yeah, but they they lost Malcolm Brogdon, and that was a huge loss. I thought they needed to keep him, and I I thought they were were 
they were losing something big yes. they lost Malcolm Brogdon. And Him and Victor Oladipo. Oh, man, that's going to be nasty. Lockdown. It's going to be nasty. Lockdown. But, but I do think Giannis has what it takes to get to the finals and Kyle. to actually overcome anybody he could have put in front of him. One-on-one, -on -one, Giannis going to the rim, nobody in the league can stop. Except for Kawhi. And that's just because Kawhi knows he doesn't have a jump shot. And you've seen what he did to the, to the man in the Eastern Conference playoffs this year. So, like... He did it. <laughs> he did it. He did it. He, he did it, and then he hit the craziest shot I've seen in the playoffs in oh, yeah. like five Kawhi, or six Kawhi years. Kawhi is probably the best defensive player we've seen in 15 years. He's probably the best yes, defensive player I've personally seen. And this is a weird person to say, like, as a premier defense. Well, not really. I take that back. That was stupid. He reminds me of a Bruce Bowen. Like, you can put him on who the fuck ever, and that person's not getting off. It's not happening. That's high praise. That is very high praise. Bruce Bowen's one of the best perimeter defenders ever. Ever. Of all time. But, yes. But the thing is, Kawhi Leonard's hands are like that long. Yeah. He's massive. Yeah. Compared to me and you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But anyway, so number three is actually a sleeper that a lot of people, I think, are sleeping on. Um... Utah Jazz, man. man. Mike Conley. Man, I think Mike Conley's going to have them there. They have a solid team. Two-time Defensive Player of the Year winner, Rudy Gobert. I love Rudy. Absolutely a savage. They lost Derek Favors a couple of years ago. And That's sad. But, hey. I like Derek Favors. Hey, to hell with it. They yeah. also lost. They had the best version of Gordon Hayward. Yes. Gordon Hayward was one of my favorite players in the league. He's still... He's still good. And that's a hard injury to come back from. It is Paul George did, though. Yeah. Hamadou Diallo. OKC. Dislocated his whole leg. Just was turned Ooh. back in three weeks. Man, for real? Yes. Man, that's crazy. Jumping just like he was. I was like, you went to Wakanda. That's wild. He went to Wakanda. All right. So, my, my, my last team. Mm -hmm. And this one... This, this, just, I'm just going to do it because of my bias. Portland. I'm going to say Portland, man. I can see it. I didn't see much promise in the preseason, pre but it is just preseason. Pre um, we'll see how they do in the regular season. I think they picked up a good pickup in Hassan Whiteside. Yeah, I, a I've big a, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've had a lot of people uh, tell me that you know he he may not fit well because he had problems in Miami. That's because with not wanting to do what the coach wanted to do, he didn't want to fit into the system. But hey, man, it's not going to be like that everywhere. No. We found a good home in Portland. There's good people in Portland. CJ yeah. and Dane. Are two of the most Nurkic elite guards, awesome. but also underrated. Yes. At the same time, and Nurkic is dope, and we got to keep Nurkic, dude. That was big. Mm -hmm. That was huge. And just getting rid of My Myers Leonard. I like Myers Leonard. He yeah. just didn't fit your all team. No, he's not what we needed. No. Hassan Whiteside is what we need. Absolutely. Man, he can step out and hit a shot if he if he wants to. But not on a hugely consistent basis. But if I'm not saying to. like he's a knockdown shooter. Yeah. But if we need him to spread the floor a little mm -hmm. bit, he can. But the main thing is his defense, man. SWAT city with that man. Yes. SWAT 
city with that man, people. So uh, that's my four. You heard his four. Hey, this is Malachi the Moth. If Mordecai. you caught that, his name is Mordecai. Malachi. Mordecai. 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 Mordecai the Moth. Yes. And uh, man, that might be his brother Malachi. I don't know. That might I'm be confused. his brother Malachi. Malachi or Mordecai. Yes, it's one of the two. But uh, anyway, and uh, just to explain everybody on the podcast, um, there's a moth flying around the room, and I think there's two. And it is very possibly two. I, I think we've named two moths. Mordecai and Malachi. Yeah, Mordecai and Malachi. That's his brother, Malachi. But anyway, so we're going to take a little break. We're going to click pause on the video. We're yes. going to click pause on the podcast. We're going to take a little break. We're going to leave you with our next featured artist, uh, Kevin Gates. We can do that. All right, Kevin Gates with a little bit of hip-hop. We're going to switch it up on you, and we'll be right back. And we'll stay lost in, in the transmission. transmission. All righties, ladies and gentlemen. All righties. All righties. All righties. Righties. Yeah, I'm going to trademark that. I'm going to put it on a t-shirt and you're not going to be allowed to say it anymore. I don't appreciate it. I'm going to say all lefties. So I'm going to rewind. All right, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> we are back with the Lost in Transmission podcast slash YouTube channel. Jays. Obviously. This is the reboot, the first episode since I just rebooted everything man i took all my videos down i switched profiles on anchor i deleted all my previous podcasts man complete overall everything had to go retail sale it all gotta go oh yeah (laughs) and then it's all gotta come back in a different way you know what i'm saying it just man uh the old podcast it hit you it left a bad taste in your mouth because of certain reasons we won't talk about jokes so anyway, this segment, this next segment that we got going on here that we've started very badly, I must say. Yes. <laughs> is it going to be about the UFC? Um, we got some stuff going on. There's a, there are things. Been going on, about to go on. We're going to talk about all of them. I'm going to discuss some things with you. Uh, like we said on the intro of the podcast, I guess I'm the UFC guy, yes, so uh, I guess I'm going to start off with um, the most recent pay-per-view, uh, and I'll actually do the most recent uh, fight night. It was UFC on ESPN2, Chris White, mm-hmm. how does that feel? How about that? I feel a lot better. <laughs> better out than in. <laughs> <laughs> It was Ryaz versus Weidman on the UFC on ESPN2, mm-hmm. but uh, the last pay-per-view was actually Israel Adesanya versus Robert Whitaker the last to unify the championship. The last stylebender. The last stylebender. The man's a savage dude. He's one of my favorite fighters in the game today. Yes. Uh, and he showed us a lot about himself. He really did. Not to copy Chael Sonnen. I'm sorry. That's like exactly how he said it, yeah. but it's the perfect way to say it. Yes. He came out, he made an entrance, and for a second I thought I might have been watching the WWE. Like, yeah. not in a bad way, like no. in a good way. Because it was very entertaining, uh, it, it enticed me, and I was excited. Uh, and it, he, because he didn't come out just doing that regular. Yeah. 
You know, he wasn't just trying to pump himself up, trying to act like a little badass fighter. You know, he came out with three of his buddies. I think it was three. It may yeah, have been more, but I think three. Uh, three of his buddies, and like he said, it was like negative fifty day fifty ones. You know what I'm saying? It's like day one people. Yes. The people he always wanted to do something like that with, he's doing it, and it was a perfectly choreographed dance, and it was cool as shit, man. He just, man, he's on another level. You can't get in the man's head. He's so confident and sure in his abilities. And after the fight, they asked him, he's like, do you think you're the best fighter in the world right now? And he was like, I mean, or may have, it may have been the biggest star, but he was like, you know, I, I'm not going to say that. You know, if y'all want to say that, that's fine, yeah. pretty much. That's not exactly what he said. That was in my own words. Yeah. But the man is, uh, in my opinion, he is the biggest star. Yes. In the game right now. Uh, I, and I would love to see him move up. And oh, God. Go meet John Jones. Uh, that's the fight that needs to happen. But I also want to see the Paulo Costa fight. Yes. Because see, right after the fight, he got up on top yeah, of the Yeah, the fingers. And, and flipped him off. Yeah. And, and see, you don't see that from champions usually. You usually see guys, when they get the championship, they want to take it easy. They want to go slow. Yeah. No, it's not even well, really yeah. be humble. They they're trying to keep to be it. safe. Yeah. They're like, yo, and... They're like, when they're asked who's next, they're like, let me talk to Dana, let me talk to my yeah, coaches. Nah, he's nah, like, this man didn't ask nobody. Nobody even asked him. No, nah, he was just like, I want to He him. looked straight at, and I don't know if you've ever seen Paulo Costa. Yeah, he's like. But this me. is a mountain of a man. Yes. Dude, he is a monster. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dude, he's big. He's humongous. And, man, if he catches Israel Adesanya, just like Robert Whitaker, Dude, if Robert Whitaker would have hit him, Robert Whitaker was doing good. Yes. He probably would have won that first round if Israel Adesanya didn't flat back him. But flat back him, he did. And given three more seconds, fight was over. Yes. No joke. Yes. And into the second round we go. It's the same old song and dance from Robert Whitaker. That was his mistake. Yes. He came out with the same game plan, and it wasn't that it wasn't working. It's just Israel Adesanya is that type of fighter. Yes. You've got to change it up with him. you got to make him not expect what's coming. Because he's really good at reading what's coming yes. and countering it. That's why Robert Whitaker got knocked out. Israel Adesanya hit him with a two-piece that was almost perfectly placed. His precision is just out of this world. Like he reminds me of a young Anderson Silva. He's better. He beat Anderson Silva. I, I, I'm Anderson Silva in his prime. He's better. By far. He's better. I mean, yeah. Speaking of Anderson Silva, I want to move on. I like Israel Adesanya uh, to to finish that biggest star. Yes. Uh, but I also like uh, Robert Whitaker. The man is a beast, and he will be back. And I'm sure, like he said, Robert Whitaker will be seeing Israel Adesanya in a couple fights. But speaking very, of very Anderson possible. Silva, let's talk about this recent, it was this past Friday, mm -hmm. it was ESPN mm -hmm. uh, 2, it was UFC on ESPN 2, rather, sorry. Chris Weidman versus, uh, his last name is Reyes. Um, he's undefeated, monster. I'm not familiar with any other fight, but this one, uh, to be honest with you, I hadn't heard of the guy, which uh, I just didn't do my due diligence on him. I, mm -hmm. You know, I know quite a bit, but, you know, I'm still learning, and I'm mm -hmm. still 
learning because there's a lot of white classes yeah, and a lot of people coming in. You know, and it's hard to keep up with. Yes. But apparently this man is a fucking savage dude. Like, he's... Because yes. Chris Weidman had never had his ass kicked. Like, he had been knocked out two times. Yes. But he won the fight up until getting knocked out. Yeah. Like, he was whooping their asses and yeah. then got knocked out. Yeah. This dude annihilated him in one round. Yeah. And the reason I said, speaking of Anderson Silva, Chris Weidman was the guy that knocked Anderson yes. Silva out. Yes. In extravagant fashion, may I add. And it's yeah. not that I don't like Chris Weidman. I was rooting for Ryaz in this fight, if I'm just being honest with you. Um... And, and here's why. It's because, man, it, just like in the WWE or the AEW, and if you've watched any of my other videos or listened to any of my other podcasts, you know my feelings about that. Mm -hmm. But the old guys shouldn't try to keep getting in the way of the young guys. No. You We're gotta let people shine. Right. We're holding the young guys down. Chris Weidman's been a champion. He did move up to light heavyweight. He wanted to meet John Jones. And, and you know, just no, because he got knocked out... I don't know if that's not possible, but it's really not feasible. Yeah. If you know what I mean. It's probably not going to happen, but it, it might. But I think Chris Weidman should be done. He got knocked out. Yeah. yeah it, and he's getting old, and yeah. it's just it's time it's time to hang, hang up the gloves, up. man. Hang it up. Don't become Chuck Liddell. That, we really don't want to see that. And get knocked out five times. You know, and I don't know if it was actually five times Chuck Liddell, but he got knocked out quite a few times. Uh, so anyway, the, overall, it was a decent card. Had a couple of finishes. Um, the fight before that is what I was looking forward to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rodriguez yes. versus uh, Jeremy Thompson. I think is his name. Smaller people. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, let me look that up just to make sure. I'm pretty sure. I just can't remember which weight class. Um. Bear with me, you guys. I'm sorry. I'm going to bring this up on the computer. You can see it on your screen if you're watching on YouTube. UFC ESPN2. It should just bring up the fight card to where we can look. Oh, it didn't. <laughs> Um, you could just look, type in one of their names and find out. Indeed, that's what I'm going to do. There we go. Chris Wyman. It's probably just going to show him. Um, well, damn. Um, just type in Jeremy Thompson. It should say what weight class he's in. Here we go. Okay. Just ought to do it. I am so sorry, you guys. Um, this is the next one. So. Just click where it says UFC Fight Night to the left. Right there. Yeah, it's right there. Rise versus Wideman. Dominique. Alright, Jeremy Stevens. That's his name, Jeremy Stevens. That's why I went through the trouble Clicking of all again. this, you guys, is because um, I didn't want to get his name wrong, but I was very, 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 very excited to see this fight. I'm trying to figure out what because they 
had a fight not too long ago at a fight night event in Mexico in Yara Rodriguez's home state yeah. and it was really hyped up and within like I think it was like 13 seconds Yara Rodriguez uh, poked Jeremy Stevens in the eye and then uh, he was not able to open his eye after yeah. this and they called it off they called it a draw yeah thankfully they didn't get an accident. they didn't disqualify anybody yeah. So they were doing this rematch, and it, it was a it was a banger. They they fought. They damn sure fought each other. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Rodriguez came out victorious, and as well he should have. He won every round. Yeah, it in, looks in like opinion. it. And seeing the total strikes. Yeah, in my opinion, he won every round. But uh, Jeremy Stevens had a lot of been up anger for it, and yeah, Rodriguez was kind of pissed. I, I need to show you some yeah, Rodriguez, man. He's absolutely ridiculous. What weight class is this? Dude, he knocked somebody out with an elbow like this. That's pretty good. Hit him with that and knocked him out. It was like an overhand elbow, over elbow. It was great. Featherweight. Um, featherweight. Okay, I knew they were. Yep, featherweight. So anyway, there you go. You guys saw it on the YouTube channel. Jeez. Uh, Anyway, yeah, I want to move on mm -hmm. from that because that that was a nightmare, man. I'm sorry, you guys. Uh, that was hard to find for some reason. It really was. <laughs> and I don't know why. That was ridiculous. I should have just went to ESPN and looked it up. Yeah. Oh, well. It's I digress. It. It's okay. It's part of it. We'll get better. The digressions. I promise. Digression, digression. 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 So I digress, mm -hmm. right? Okay, so anyway, to uh, to kind of wrap this UFC uh, segment up, we didn't want it to be super long anyway. Yeah. When we wanted to keep it a little bit on the shorter side because, you know, we shortest we he needs great. to get caught up on a lot of shit. Yeah. So when we get him caught up, we'll have more in depth conversation about yes. it. We apologize sincerely, but I want to finish with this UFC two forty four. Jorge Masvidal versus Nate Diaz for the BMF title. I didn't tell you this part. I was waiting for the podcast to tell you. They're actually going to have a belt called the BMF belt. What is the BMF belt? What does that mean? Bad motherfucker. I like it. But I like it. The one bad part about it is, is it, it restricts people because people, it's, it's an innuendo now. Because mm -hmm. you can't say bad motherfucker on ESPN or live on no, TV. It's just BMF. Like we can here on the yeah, podcast yeah. and on YouTube because we don't give a fuck. But, uh, uh, uh. You know what I'm saying? Yes. But this is going to be a banger. Dude, this is the fighters fan fight. This, this is the fans. Yeah, man. This is the fans championship fight yeah. right here. And it's, it's going to be a scrap. All right, man. So I'm going to ask you, since you're familiar with both, <laughs> who you got? Nate. You got Nate? Yes. You got Nate. I think that the fight's going to be really messy. Like, somebody's going to get beat up. Uh, Both probably, of them probably going to get beat no, up. Nate Diaz is going to bleed. Oh, yes. And he always does. They got that scar tissue yes, in their yes. eyes where they've been beat all to hell. And it's just easy so, to cut them. The fight's going to be really sloppy. It's going to go into the second round. I think he's going to catch him with a submission. Oh, yeah? yeah. He's going to use some of that Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Yes. And, uh, and he's... You don't go Good. to Caesar Gracie's Academy for nothing. Royce? Caesar. Is it Caesar? Yeah. Okay. He, no, he, he trained under Caesar. Okay. I was just, yeah. I couldn't remember. 
Yeah, and trains with Con Gracie. That's dope. That's yeah. dope. But yeah, one of the best to do it. Like his jujitsu is beautiful. Oh, it is. This is it's great. Immaculate. I have a great appreciation for jujitsu. It's, mm-hmm. it's a it's a, it's a great art. art. It it's is beautiful art. It is. It really puts the small guy at an advantage mm-hmm. on a big guy. Yes. But here's what I got to say to you, man. Jorge Masvidal. He's a bad man. He's game bred, dude. Really? He's the most game guy. Yeah. In the yeah. UFC right now. Yes. He is a savage. He's a real ass gangster. I bet you didn't know this. He was in the backyard with Kimbo Slice. I like that. I seen that video. He was street fighting with Kimbo Slice, undefeated, mm-hmm. in the backyard. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, they call him Street Jesus. Mm-hmm. I like that. <laughs> and when you fight him, man, it's it, dude. He's on a run. Yeah. He just knocked out Darren Till before he did that to Ben Askren. Mm-hmm. What I showed you, and he absolutely devastated Ben Askren. If you have not seen that, look up Jorge, J O R G E Masvidal versus Ben Askren. It was literally one of the nastiest knees I think I've ever seen in my life. Just look it up. I'm telling you, like it rivals the Hendo elbow with me on knockouts. It won't. It won't even take that long for you to enjoy this video. You don't have to watch any highlights at all except for the announcements. An absolute devastation follows. And it was funny. But anyway, uh, beyond that, right after he knocked out Darren Till, which is a really, really, really good up-and-coming fighter, a kickboxer. He's, he's a great fighter, Darren Till. He's from Liverpool. Jorge Masvidal just knocked him out in, in Liverpool. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were in Britain regardless. Yeah. And slept him. In front of his home, home yeah, crowd. Yeah, here, y'all go to sleep. Go to sleep. Went, I'm tired of this. And he went to sleep. Yeah. Right? And right after that, Leon Edwards is backstage, and Jorge Masvidal is doing his press, talking, you know, getting interviewed. And uh, this guy walks by, talking some mad kind of shit, I guess. Yeah. And the dude, Jorge Masvidal, stops his interview, dead in his tracks, and walks over and says, Hey, why don't you come say that to my face? I guess dude turned around and said it, and dude gave, he gave him what he calls the three piece in a soda. <laughs> dude, he hit him three times. Dude, do, do, do. He pieced him up, dude, okay. and it hurt him. Yeah. It hurt him pretty good. Now, he's not wanting to give Leon Edwards his fight. I think he should give Leon Edwards his fight eventually, mm-hmm. but he's chasing titles. Yeah. That's what he wants, that is his goal, is to be UFC champion. Yeah. That's what he wants. Mm-hmm. So. He's not really worried about that. So what what weight class is this at? What weight class is this at? I do believe light. It is lightweight. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I think so. Yes. But don't quote me on that. I'm not good with the weights. Um, I think it's lightweight. That that's what I believe it's lightweight. So who's he chasing right now? Who is the champion? Usman. Usman. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And he's about to fight Kobe Covington, which is my dude. I like Kobe Covington. I like Jorge Masvidal. Mm-hmm. And him and him and Masvidal used to be roommates and good buddies, and yeah. now they're beefing, and that needs to happen. Yes. But uh, anyway, I'm gonna tell you, man. I don't know. I don't know who's gonna win this fight. It's gonna be a war. If I had a gun put to my head, I'd say Jorge Masvidal. Yeah. Third round knockout. 
think we're gonna see a submission. Right. But given the chance to think, no gun to my head. <clears throat> if it goes five rounds, Nate Diaz got this fight. Yes. A long fight favors Nate Diaz. Every time. He that's Ask what Connor. He's, that's what he's built for. He's got Ask some, Connor. He's got well, actually in the long fight with Connor, he well, lost. He finished he... Connor in the second round. Okay, 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 okay. But uh and see, but I see me personally that was a bloody mess. I think it's my opinion. I believe he beat Connor in the second fight as well. They just let Connor have one. And there are a lot of people that would tell you that. Well, no, I, mean, I mean, he they, beat him up in the fourth and fifth. They believe that Connor won, and I mean, I'm okay with that. Yeah, I'm okay with that. But here's the big thing we need to be talking about: fuck Nate and Connor. We need to quit talking about that. That does not need to be the headline anymore. It's not. A good fight. I'm glad Connor lost. Yes. All right. I'm, I was just happy about that. That's yes. all I was happy about. I don't really like Connor. What we need to talk about is the fact that Nate Diaz took three years off and came back, and we've probably seen the best Nate Diaz we ever seen yeah. off of his three-year hiatus. And that's crazy. And that's absolutely ridiculous. He beat Anthony Pettis. Do you know who Anthony Pettis is? Yes. That's they sick. put him on a Wheaties box. Yeah. He's a former champion. Yeah. He won every round and beat him. Like, beat him good. Now, granted, he broke his foot on a leg kick. Mm -hmm. That's the that's the name of the game. That's that the price you pay. It. That is the risk you run. Yes. But uh, anyway, just to give my final word, gun to my head, Jorge Masvidal, third round knockout. Uh, without a gun to my head, I'm going to tell you five rounds, Nate Diaz. With the decision. Yes. But there's always a chance that Nate Diaz could catch him in a go-go plata and some type of triangle. Yes. And his triangles are sick. He don't They're even, so nasty. He don't even have to use his hands. Uh, it's, it's ridiculous. But uh, I, I think we've talked enough about the UFC. I think we've done it justice. We started off a little rocky, and then it got rockier when I was trying to find something. And the internet wasn't cooperating with me or yeah. that, or I just don't know how to operate the internet. Closing statement. Fun press I read the other day about the UFC. McGregor says he wants Frankie Edgar would fight for free. He wants Frankie Edgar and would, would fight, fight for, for free. free. Frankie Edgar would work him. I believe that. Would take him to task. If he, if he, as long as Connor didn't catch him. If Connor is one of the best strikers in the UFC yeah. ever. Yes. Especially when it comes to counterpunching. Yes. Okay. The, he is great stand up, but everybody knows if the man gets took down, it's, yeah, it's a wrap. I mean, that's what Nate said. He, and here's the thing this is how you knew that Conor McGregor was beat against Nate. He tried to take Nate Diaz down. No, no, no. Bad idea. <laughs> you know, that was ridiculous. But that was a good closing statement. Um, mm -hmm. I hope I see that. I, that would be a great fight to watch. And I hope Frankie Edgar gives him what he asked for. Knocks him out. Gives him what he asked for. But anyway, you guys, we're going to take one more break and we'll come back and we'll probably make this last segment the shortest. Yes. Uh, we're just going to talk about random stuff and then sign off. It's kind of our closing statements pretty much. Yeah. And just going to have a little fun with you guys. But we're going to leave you with our next featured artist, which is... We're going to play an Eminem and Khalid song just because it's a weird collab for me and I just, it, it overall came out really well. All right, so Eminem and Khalid. Yes. We'll leave you with that and we'll be right back. But we always stay lost, lost in, in the transmission. transmission. I shall be.
All right, guys, we are back. Lost in transmission, like always. Spencer and Jacob, yada yada. You know the whole spiel. My chair is popping <laughs> like some motherfucking popcorn on the damn stove. Your chair is like pop rocks. <laughs> My chair sound like pop rocks. That's funny to me. And just to let you guys know, what we're doing here is simple. Simple. Yes. We're showing you transmissions. That's it. You ain't never seen a transmission. You have never visualized a transmission until today. And I've been lost in a transmission for quite some time now, so I should know what it looks like. Oh, I stay lost in transmission. That's where it came from. I was like really just out there one time, right? <laughs> and I was like, no, I'm like lost in transmission. <laughs> My waves, they're just not wavy, and... Now we have a podcast. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> well, I hope you guys enjoyed the show. Um, NBA, UFC, we kind of hear just bullshit. Bullshit. So we can have a third segment, if you want us to be honest about Completely it. Completely realistic here. Uh, and it's also because I want... I secretly want to test some waters out on what we're better at doing. Mm -hmm. You know, that's why we're doing these videos, three different segments. Well, I'll release one segment, another segment, then the other segment <clears throat> in certain periodical time frames. And then we'll have the whole entire podcast available on the YouTube channel. Obviously, the entire podcast will be available on Anchor.fm and the Anchor app. Got to get that plug in. Gotta get the plug. And I ain't even getting paid. Got paid on the plug. I don't even get paid. I'm just used to saying it. I don't even have to say it no more. It's like, my chains are gone. You I've been set free. <laughs> you ain't got an anchor on you no more. <laughs> no, I don't. You know what I'm saying? I ain't got that big ass anchor on my back no more. Facts. <laughs> So anyway, let me ask you a question, dude. Before we go, I, I got a question. Oh, uh, <laughs> ready for that question, man? Yes. All right. So, have you ever took a gander, took a little look, see, a little looky look, at these jaguars that be out here doing DMT and shit? That's crazy. Yeah, man. Some big ass cats. Yeah, just laying like they lay out like it. Yeah. They're just tripping balls. Have you seen it? Mm -hmm. You seen it? No, I, actually, I don't think so. They're just crazy. And it like, sounds crazy. Here's what's even crazier: like they'll hunt for it. The jaguars will. They hunt for this root mm -hmm. that has DMT in it. Yeah. It's like the root that they use to make ayahuasca, right? That's dope. <clears throat> and that cat will just lay there, and it's its pupils are all dilated, and it's just laying there fucked up. You know, it's tripping balls. Yeah. You know, and here's That's where it gets even wilder to me, man. A lot of people that have done DMT claim to see jaguars. That's crazy. I personally never seen a jaguar. I did once go to a cave. I tell you what, guys, just as an added bonus, as long as I can find it without problems, like in the damn last segment of this podcast. Of this podcast. Took me like five minutes to find the results of a UFC fight when I could have just looked it up more specifically. Like you're going to do this time. Well, it's going to be easy on here. I know how to operate YouTube. By God. So then we are YouTubers. That's what we do. I can at least navigate it. 
But uh, we're going to show you this, guys. Hijack Wars. I'm kind of I'm kind of happy about this. And uh, for the people on the podcast, we're going to go ahead and sign off. This next part is going to be exclusive YouTube. to the YouTube channel. So if you're interested in seeing these Jaguars on DMT, you should check out the Lost in Transmission YouTube channel. Most definitely. Uh, if you want to skip right to it, it'll be segment three of this podcast. It'll be the first uh one of the first videos on our on our stream. So yes. uh, we love you guys. Thanks for tuning in. Once again, I'm Spencer. And I'm Jacob. And this has been the Lost, Lost in Transmission, Transmission Podcast.